time to get started on this Tuesday. And you know, I realize with all the cutting up and fun that we have and all that, we have not asked producer David. I haven't seen any video yet to know if you actually gave your niece your uh, her birthday <clears throat> present. Well, the princess tent. Because I mean, you know me. If that, something happened, it would have been posted about it. You would know. Right. That's so why true. are you not? Why are you holding this awesome because gift back from her? Her birthday's already come and gone, right? Guys, calm down. Okay, maybe I'll just keep <laughs> it. I'll keep it wrapped and give it to her for next year. How about that? Hey, no. she won't know. <laughs> no, yesterday was. Uh, well, we had our surprise dinner for my dad's birthday over the weekend and that's whenever yeah. i was going to give the gift to olivia yeah but then after you know the surprise went great by the way it Good. wasn't like you know it was just us at dinner and it was just my mom and dad had reservations and when they walked in you know we were already there <laughs> and so they were but just, he also had reservations about a surprise party yeah. 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 absolutely okay. he didn't get upset with it <laughs> no he thought it was really sweet he was, he was very, happy yeah it's one of those things where like you know he would enjoy it if you just let it be yep anyway right. but by the end of the night we had a good time dinner went a little late at normal and olivia's kind of fallen asleep falling asleep so it's yeah i looked at my sister's like do you want it it's my vehicle and she just told me to hold on to it and then right. maybe like if if i don't see her before then maybe give it to Olivia for the gender reveal party so she'll have something to- oh. something for her to celebrate mm. great so idea. I, might, I mean that's still late at the end of the month but we'll see you know it, it doesn't matter and yes um giving a child something like that when they're tired you're guaranteeing that it's something's gonna go it's not gonna go well mm-hmm. you know tired is tired and uh, especially at two. Yeah. Speaking of the gender uh-huh. reveal party, have you already found out? Do you know? No, I will find out two or three days before the party. Either the tw- March 20th, I think, or the 21st. Oh, is that going to leave you scrambling? Yeah, that doesn't give you a lot of planning. No, I'm, I'm buying enough things of both colors to where I'll be prepared. Wow. And then the day before, whatever Keep the wrong receipts. color is, I'm yeah. just going to practice on that. <laughs> Lots going on for fun Uncle Dave. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Right, later today the strange travel rituals of author Stephen King and we want to hear about your travel rituals too because everybody's got them. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't realize it, you probably do. Oh, I know. I've rituals. got a few that uh, I think both of you would probably make fun of. They're weird. And well, do. you are you are a hot mess when you travel. I know that. There's a lot of moving parts, Murphy. So we'll get to that. Coming up next in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, Prince Harry has some important people to meet this week for his upcoming royal wedding. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey, guys, I know you're not much about following the royals, so I'll do it for you. Um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle set to marry in May. Yes. You know what they're calling the Fab Four now? The new Fab Four is William and Kate and Harry and Meghan. When those four are out in public together, which they did their first public appearance recently, they're the new Fab Four across the pond. Okay. Instead of the that's, Beatles? That's what the media is calling them when they're together. They are fabulous. Have you heard any more about uh, the girls performing at the wedding? Spice Girls? Spice Girls? No. Not a word, not a peep. Okay. Not a peep. My guess is if they were invited, though, there's a chance they might get on the mic yeah. at the reception. You know, a few drinks go in them. Everybody gets up there and starts it's, singing. It yeah. is Harry's wedding. Yeah. Right? Yeah, this you know what Harry's happens to Harry when he gets a few drinks in him. <laughs> uh, I don't think this is going to okay. be that kind of occasion. Back to um, some serious stuff that's happening. You also, did you guys hear that Megan is going is going to be baptized and confirmed in the Church of England after being mm. raised Protestant? Yeah, because that that's was happening. part of her um, lead up to the wedding. She was going through all the, I don't want to call it training, training. but the yeah. you know, indoctrination, indoctrination. Le- lessons and all that stuff to know what it means before she actually gets it. <sighs> yeah, she's doing that. And here's what else is going on. Okay, so her mother... Meghan Markle's mother, her name is Doria. She's they're very close. In fact, we've heard the story and rumor that she wants her mother to walk her down the aisle instead of her father. She is not very close with her father. Really? You know, and and, and no specific reasons have ever been given for why, and that's fine. 
you all, we all know that there there's a possibility of that. Yeah. that there are a million reasons but why that, that can be the case. That would be very non-traditional, and almost everything that they've done in it's the not, Church of England has been quite traditional. Yes, mm-hmm. but every a lot about this wedding is non-traditional. Mm-hmm. Okay, including hello Spice Girls. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the reception. Now the other deal is what's supposed to happen this week. It's being reported is that see Harry and his new mother-in-law. They know each other. They've met even before the engagement was announced. They all got along famously. Mm-hmm. Harry is set to meet her dad this week. Oh, so that He's hasn't just happened. Just getting to England, right, uh, to meet her, I mean, to meet Harry uh-huh. and all that. There's no telling how informal it may be, though, because to me, if you are not close to that person, your father, and you're introducing your soon-to-be husband to, to him, the royalty of England, it's not the, you know, it's not the huge deal yeah. that the other, that the other parent is. So that's what Harry's doing this yeah. week. I'm sure he's not sweating that. No. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, guys, I ran into our friend, we're calling him Randall, yeah. who got engaged recently. We're all so happy for him. And he's the one that made the list of things he was looking for before he started dating. 17-point checklist. Um, I found out one of his things. One thing that was on his list, I oh. found out for sure. I'll tell you about it next, Sam. Coming up next hour, your travel rituals. You might have one. You may not have one, but Stephen King has a few, mm-hmm. and they're strange. And I know I've got a few, and they're strange. I think one of his is scary, and I'm not make, well, doing that for a pun reason. I'm just what a saying, surprise. to me, it would be kind of, kind of spooky. All right, that's coming up next hour. All right, you know our friend, we call him Randall just because, and he's okay with us sharing this because I ran into him again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're calling him Randall, but he was a widower, and then he decided to start dating a few years after his wife passed, and he said before he started dating, he made a list of all the things he would want right. in someone, and he came up with 17. So we've been sharing his story a lot. Well, I ran into him yesterday. Well, it's, he came up with a list. He found somebody that met all 17, and he proposed. Well, he he met her, and once getting to know her, then he realized she fit all 17. He didn't quiz her. I would highly recommend against that. He didn't quiz her before asking her out. Yeah, but that was, results in only one date. If I'm going to need you to fill out this checklist. <laughs> no, he just was delighted yeah. that, you know, and he honestly, the kind of person that he is, if he'd have started dating someone and she wouldn't have met that criteria, he would have stopped dating her. Right. You know what I mean? And he's told her about the list. Yeah, she saw the list. Yeah. Not long after they started getting serious, she saw it and she knows that she is all that. Right. So anyway, they're so sweet. And I bumped into him yesterday. And do you know that he whipped out his uh, device and showed me the video of him proposing? I almost cried. Oh, he got it on video? He had his friend. They did it with a group of friends there. His friends were all in on it. She was the only one who didn't know it was about to happen. And it was so beautiful and sweet. Now, the audio quality was a little hard. He was so vulnerable and genuine. And he did get down on one knee. And he did whip out a, a box with a ring in it. It was so beautiful, but I think, and I wanted to tell you, Sam, I think in the video with the audio quality, I heard one of the things on the list. Yeah. And one of the things for him oh, was- Oh, wait, is he okay with you sharing this? Yes. Okay. One of his things <laughs> is that he be with someone physically fit. Oh. Someone he can exercise with, someone who can do and, and go and do. And, and yeah. she is, she like plays tennis and she's very active and yeah. that's important to him. See, that never made my list. Yeah, well, that's because you're not that way either. Yeah. It's okay if it's not on your list. Yeah. You don't have to have the same list as him. No, no, I'm not trying to have the right. same list. I just thought that was fun. I thought I'd share it, and I know he doesn't mind. He's so happy right now. Yeah. We're we're all about that for him. All right, so that's one. We've got 16 to go now until we no, figure out the rest. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, you know, I do want to tell you, I, I don't have physically fit on my list. Yes, Sam. But I did add to my list. I had a lot of Another. Deep, deep thoughts, and I came up with three new things I've got to put on the list. Uh-oh. That's next. When you get a moment today, be sure to like us on Facebook. You'll always know when we go Facebook Live, you know, and you'll get other notifications. All right, Sam, so you've added something, uh, two or three things to your list of what you're looking for. I know all the ladies are single ladies are wanting to know. Yeah, they're hot and bothered by this list. Well, originally um, you just had 10, and then you came up with an 11. Yeah, I came up with an 11. 11 was good. So as I'm thinking more and more about this, okay, these three, though... The new ones. The new ones. I realized that, you know, I should have had these on the original list. Like, she must be self-sufficient financially. Hmm. Because okay. I'm not a sugar daddy or whatever the term is. <laughs> really? No. Thank so you, David. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, David. Yeah, I can honestly say I've never heard anybody call you that, so you're probably yeah, right, no Sam. Worries. You know, Sam, he's a sugar daddy. Uh, but <laughs> if I'm coming into the, this relationship, you need to bring it in too. And I don't right. mean I want you to be extremely you, wealthy, but... You don't want someone who just wants to be taken care of financially. Right. Got it. Have gotcha. you run into that already? <clears throat> Moving on. Okay. <sighs> yes. Yeah. And then this was the stuff that was not found out about till after the fact. So gotcha. In the past relationships. My okay. eyes are opened and I shall know this ahead of time. Okay. Now, we don't have to do any uh, tax returns or any of that stuff. To uh, prove that you're financially independent, but, you know, I will kind of get the gist of it based on conversations. Okay. Um, And this is one that, this has happened to me in the past over most of my relationships, and it's where I bring my um, job into the relationship, and that she is going to have to be comfortable with me talking about her here with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. True. Now, it may sound odd, like, well, you're going to put the show over your significant, and it's like, no, but there are other people it I've just, had in my past that I've had issues and as much as I tried to explain that I embellish a lot it's for comedy effect some of the things Sam's a funny guy yeah don't take offense at it right they never seem to really hit home and sure. so it always was a cause of well, concern and this is kind of a weird career they two blend together now if Jody has an issue I just turn around and say hey Jody you okay with me talking about this Sure, I guess. After the fact. Right. Uh, and also, she does, and I don't know why I didn't think of this one the first time, but she has to accept all my baggage, that there are four X's in my life. Oh, yeah. uh, you don't just, mean luggage. You mean baggage. No, no, no. I got this awesome set that rolls. No, but gotcha. yeah. she, you know, it's already understood about the kids, but you got to accept that. you will that, still be opening that baggage because of the kids. Yes. Nice. I will unzip those occasionally. <laughs> well thought out, Sam. That is. I like that. Three new on the list. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. David, what do we have? Well, we have some questions and some suggestions about the Home Depot girl that caught Sam's uh-huh. eye. Uh-huh. All right, we love to hear from you. That really is our favorite thing. So reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can always hit us up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. David, producer's mailbag. How about I did yes, it too early? that's me. <laughs> What's in your bag today? Well, we're going to start with a super sweet message from Nanette on our Facebook page. She says, I commute two hours each day to work, and mm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody get me through with giggles and a good feeling to start my day. Oh, thank nice. you. All right. Thank and, you, Nanette. <laughs> and Brandy, she has some questions about the Home Depot girl that caught Sam's eye not too long ago. Yeah. You yeah. can't catch her, though, There's not the mystery girl, yeah. <laughs> she worked like one day, and now you can't find her. Or she's working, but somewhere else in the store, and I can't track her down. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, Brandy suggests to go to the service counter and tell them you want to do a survey and you need the girl's name. 
Do you have any other information? Want to do a survey. Survey? <laughs> you know, know what that they're going to kick me out the store with that line. <laughs> well, Maura asked, do you still have a receipt? Uh, no, I don't have the receipt. And we've had a couple other suggestions about the receipt idea. The problem with that is uh, it was a self-checkout. And uh, I, was, I went to the self-checkout and she was, you know, they always have somebody kind of overseeing self-checkout. Yeah. Well, she grabbed my stuff and started ringing it up for me. So her name's not going to show up on the receipt because... I'm the ringy. I guess. What does this teach you? I mean, we have been talking about this chick forever. What does this teach you? <laughs> that I shouldn't it, have completely walked away. Right, when when I was, you have when an I opportunity. When I walk out the door, talking to myself in the parking lot, I should have <laughs> done a three or 180 and come back and said, hey. You did a 360. You did, you did a 360. That's yeah. right. I did do a 360, and that's why we have this problem. And I think it would have been fine, actually precious, cute for you to go back, and she would have seen you five minutes later and be like, I wonder what's wrong. And then it would have been like, actually... I'd like to know if you'd like to go get a cup of coffee. Are you single? That kind of thing. Yeah, and I could have got it out of my system rather than sitting here and thinking and thinking and thinking about it. Well, you know what? Maybe this is like anything else. It'll be a moment of serendipity. You're going to be in the store shopping. Not fully giving up on it, but you a know, not really seeking, and then boof, yeah, yeah, yeah it's her. Oh She's going to find you, right? Okay. It's a well, matter. You don't think serendipity is possible, Jim? No, serendipity is definitely possible. I don't think possible. it's a word that you. I don't know. I never hear you use that word. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Brandy, and uh, good luck, Sam. You heading there again today on the way home? No, I, I wound up buying a big, uh, expensive brace for a TV I put on the wall. I've, I've got to... <laughs> you need to stop. I need to stop for Home Depot for a while, yeah. All right, reach out to us anytime on Instagram, Facebook, or give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I'll tell you who stole Francis McDormand's Oscar just the other night. Was it the uh, same guy that stole um, Tom Brady's jersey? Not exactly. (laughs) And why? Coming up. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Frances McDormand won an Oscar the other night. Her second. She won in 1997 for Fargo. This Mm -hmm. time she won for her role... Um, in three billboards. What's along what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I guess you're Angela Hayes' mother. That's right. Sunshine, I so wanted Woody Harrelson to win, too. Yeah, I did, too. I've always wanted Woody Harrelson to win everything he's nominated for. Yeah, well, at least one of his uh, co-stars won. Sam I know. Rockwell. I know, but remember when he was up for the same award as Matthew McConaughey when they were yeah. both in True Detective? Mm-hmm. I really wanted Woody to get some props for how great Woody is. Yeah. Ah, Maybe he'll eventually get something from the Academy one day that says, yeah, you killed everything you did. <laughs> killed it. Okay, so Francis Woody McDormand. Woody the bartender. <laughs> so much more than that. I know. Okay, so Francis McDormand, what a character. What an actress. How much fun is she? Well, after you win Oscar, you get to go to the Governor's Ball. Yeah. And at the Governor's Ball where you're hobnobbing, and we've all seen behind the scenes stuff from this thing, you bring your actual trophy. That's to, where they monogram them. To have it engraved. Yeah, or engraved. engraved. Yeah. I don't think they monogram. No, 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 no. Wrong word. And the deal is you hand it over. It takes time for that to be done. You don't necessarily stand there and watch it. Although I do remember Leonardo DiCaprio standing there and watching it. I guess he was thinking he was never going to have that opportunity again. Um, She walks away. We saw a video of her giving like Allison Janney tequila shots. She was just having a big night, Francis. And her Oscar disappeared. Someone stole it. I'm thinking immediately, oh, like, so they do know that somebody stole it. It wasn't yeah, just misplaced. He was arrested. His name is Terry Bryant. He was in the crowd. He grabbed it. He was laughing about it. Wolfgang Puck's photographer saw him, even grabbed a picture of him with it, and stopped him and got the Oscar back from him. The guy disappeared into the crowd, and then the police found him and arrested him. Although Francis was having such a fun night, she was like, "Yeah, let him go. I got it back." Yeah, and they were like, "No." 
This is grand theft. So is he a party crasher? Or I didn't understand why he was there exactly, yeah. but he's got some way in. You know, they don't just let anybody in. Right. I guess uh, he's a jail crasher now. Now he is. <laughs> um, and by the way, she held on to her Oscar after that and they even celebrated into the night with a double cheeseburger from In-N-Out Burger yeah. with her Oscar in hand, Frances McDormand. So she's happy and she got it back. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, Mary Poppins does return and boy does it look beautiful and Gwen Stefani may be heading to Vegas. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I don't think I told you about Jody's moment of panic. For what? Um, she was coming in from the grocery store the other day, and you know, I, I said, "Hey, hey, baby," as I always say when she walks in the door, right, Jody? Sinatra asked. Yes, <laughs> uh, I said, uh, "Do you need any help with anything?" She's like, "No, I got it. I'm, I'm glad to be home. My hands are really kind of full." So she comes walking through, and her hands are very full. And as she's rounding the corner from the laundry room in, all of a sudden, I hear boom. Oh, clearly something broke. No, then you no. heard. Then you Some, heard me say a bad word. Yeah, something landed in the do- the water bowl for the dogs, uh-huh. and I'm figuring it was something that she had bought at you know at the store that oh, just no. landed in and was ruined. Yeah. A bag of cookies, maybe. No, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was Jody's phone. Oh, it was sitting on top of a big thing of drinks. And it slipped, and it landed like it would have been a point if it had been a game, because right in the middle of the dog bowl. How deep is the bowl? It's deep because we have mm. a lot of dogs. Yeah, it's you know about six inches deep. Huh. So uh, you know the thing is, Jody immediately you know is like, "Up, oh, that phone's toast." But I had confidence. I'm like, "No, let's wow. just, just grab it out right now, and I will you tend Googled to this." It? You Since your hands were free, you put the groceries down. <laughs> I will take care of the phone, Jody. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my hands were free. <laughs> um, but there were two things that saved her phone. Her, and it, by the way, besides you, everything was fine, right? Um, yeah, Murphy saved my phone. Well, but. you know the, this this version of the Galaxy that Jody's on doesn't have home buttons or anything, so it's a water-resistant phone uh-huh. anyway, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has an otter box around it, so none of the water could get into the buttons. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's it's not waterproof. You don't want to leave it in that. It's water-resistant. Yes, exactly. So there was enough time where got it out. Speaker still works. Life's great. So lucky. I, I went ahead and dried it off now because it was in the dog's bowl. I cleaned it with a little more than water. Can I say this? As soon as it yeah. plopped in that bowl... I immediately felt lost. Like, oh my gosh, all my contacts, all my current list of all my... I literally immediately felt, oh, I just lost a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt, except so, for yeah, Palm Dino Man Well, what's here. funny is that all those things she just said, yeah. she said in one word. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have to do the rice trick where you put it in rice. No, that was the thing the girl said that. I'm like, yeah, was like, put it in rice. to the Otter Box, we're good. Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. Take your calls coming up. Uh, first, though, Sam's got music news, right? Yeah, yeah I'm going to tell you why Elton John is changing up his Vegas show permanently, thanks to one fan. Never miss a thing. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast for free. You can listen to the show anytime on your schedule. Sam's got music news. You remember about a week or so ago, I told you about a Elton John concert in Vegas, his residency there, and... During Saturday night is all Saturday nights all right for fighting. Yeah. Apparently his shtick during that song is to bring some people up on stage and let him hang around his piano while he's going at it. Okay. And a couple of weeks ago somebody threw some beads at him, bounced off the him. piano, yeah, yeah. hit him in the mouth. And, and they hurt. He wasn't too happy with it. He just stopped what he was doing, cleaned up his lips and kept on with the show. Yeah. Happened again. What? Number of people really? were up there during Saturday night and 
there's this, and they've got film of this one. Guy standing right near the keyboard is hanging yeah. over, and he's like tapping Elton on the back, like, way mm-hmm. to go, buddy. Obviously, he'd had too much, you know, mm-hmm. and then he was reaching down and trying to touch where the keyboards, and he's hang, holding mm-hmm. his phone over trying to get a selfie, and you can see Elton in between lyrics is looking over at the guy off the microphone saying, stop. Yeah. You know, he kept saying this, and the guy just wouldn't quit, and so finally, Elton had enough. Stopped, pulled out his little ear things, mm-hmm. walked off the stage, and the, the band was just like, Uh-oh. hey, what do we do now? Uh, the lights all went out. People started leaving. He eventually, they talked him into coming back later once a lot of the people had, had yeah. left. Yeah. And he came back and, you know, he sat down and he went into the next song and he just made a few comments. They're like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. That right. guy, and he said some things I can't repeat. Sure. That basically, he said that guy screwed it up for everybody. During Wait. Saturday night's all right for fighting. We're not having people up here anymore. If you're going to huh. do that sort of thing in a concert, and I've seen it before, I've seen a lot of artists bring people up on stage, and it is random. It's a different group of people every night because it's a different audience every night. Yeah. You have your security up there. You, you know, run interference. He's been obviously, this is the thing that he does every night. So I don't know why all of a sudden it's a problem. Me either. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be a shocker. There's yeah. something missing Seriously? in this picture. I mean, maybe he's been doing this against the, you know... It, it, recommendation. It, it, was, yeah. it was a recommendation to him, maybe. It's something he really did not want to do. I mm-hmm. don't know. But it seems to me like you just say, okay, that's it. I'll be right back, you know, and then you handle it with poise. Yeah. No, you handle it like Elton and you storm off. <laughs> anyway, he did come back and finish the show. Uh, also, too, and this one's for you, David. You may want to know this one. The, mm-hmm. You know how Brittany has all her fragrances? Yes. A lot of them. And they are all female fragrances like over 20 what mm-hmm. now yes. the, the secret is and she said she won't reveal too much of this but she says there's a secret project in the works it's a fragrance and so all her people are saying it's a men's, men's. fragrance uh-huh. so she might be putting out her first men's fragrance right. well Why would not? you get it david absolutely uh-huh murphy sam and jody music news all right coming up next you know we'd love to hear from you 877-310-4msj who's on the way david well i have carl on hold and he actually has a cooking question for you jody uh-oh And Sam has come up with three more things for his list. The, the list of things that he's looking for in somebody else. You know, yeah. it, A significant it, other. Sorry, ladies. The list is getting longer. It is. More requirements. Mm-hmm. All right, 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime. We'd love to hear from you. Carl has a question for you, Jody. What's up, Carl? I had a uh, neighbor of mine do a... She got an Instant Pot for mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. and she did a lasagna lasagna in it and uh, mm. I was wondering if Jody had ever done a lasagna mm-hmm. she did it with turkey meat ah, turkey so it was a healthy lasagna and it was delicious <laughs> and it, yeah and it was uh, it only took like maybe 25-30 minutes tops wow. it was really easy and very good and they are su- those are super fast Jody's done that um, but I don't know that you've mixed turkey meat in your lasagna well before, I've never done you? a lasagna in the instant pot you've, you've always done that one in the slow, slow cooker, cooker right. so yeah. three hours versus 20 minutes yeah. huh, I big see, difference I think you should try it and see how quickly you can get it done yeah maybe 10 minutes i think it's worth the try it's it's the, the, the only thing that you won't get well i mean carl said 25 minutes which is that's still fast um the only thing that you probably won't have in the instant pot is a little crispies around the edge yeah. i like it when the cheese and the pasta why would you, know, you th- not part so why would you not it's still touching the edge i don't know I let's it's try possible. and see I guess. I know I owe you an Instant Pot dinner, Murphy. My gosh. You yeah. got me this Instant Pot. I've made a few things in it, and then I keep sticking it in the corner and cooking the way I always have. And I owe you a, an Instant Pot dinner. I know it. I am surprised you haven't <clears throat> gone back into it. I mean, you, this. I think you're concerned it's more 
complicated than it really is. By the time it's time for me to cook at night. You don't want to have to think. Let me hear from you, working mamas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, do I want to think or do I just want to turn on some music and do what I do and get dinner on the table? You know, well, but yeah, because you got to stop and think, but it's okay. That's that slow cooker lasagna, though. It's really good. It is the bomb lasagna. Yeah. It is, and it's three hours on low. Mm-hmm. If you use ready-made noodles. In fact, okay, the slow-cooked lasagna recipe is at murphysamandjody.com. And Carl, I will look up the method of doing it in the Instant Pot, mm-hmm. and we'll let you know if I feel like it's... Hey, you know, enough steps. Not, even, not too, you know, few steps. I'd even be willing to try the turkey meat in it. Never, I've never had ground turkey in a lasagna. Yeah, before. Let's, let's, nice of you. let's file that with the stuff that Murphy's willing to try. <laughs> Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, whether you realize it or not, if you travel, you have a travel ritual. Mm-hmm. Ritual. And guess who also has them? Stephen King. He did this interview with like a travel magazine, and it's fascinating to know what the king of terror or whatever his real... You know, I bet the they're weird. Horror, yeah. His travel rituals. Tell you about them next. So, in case you missed it earlier, what happened to Francis Francis McDormand's Oscar moments after she won it mm-hmm. over the, uh, on Sunday night? Uh, catch it on the Hollywood Outsider on the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast. You can listen on your schedule. Okay, Stephen King. He's a, the master of horror. He's the best. He's the king. When you want something creepy and punchy and crazy you read Stephen King it's horror and suspense yes well and he has been for years and years and years and when I go to a book sale which I know you know I go to book sales all the time I do look for for King first first and foremost because a couple still that I've never read that I still want to grab well it took you forever to read it so it's fine to take a little break (laughs) Um, anyway okay so Stephen King did this interview and it's published in like travel and leisure sections of, uh, and the New York Times did an interview with him and they asked him about his travel habits because he does hit the road often oh yeah book tours and for all book that book tours and stuff like that and he's got some weird rituals that things that work for him how cool is this he prefers to drive when at all possible he'd rather drive a long way than fly because uh-huh. he feels more in control and don't we all True. you feel more in control in a car and just of your trip you know, if you've ever been delayed yeah. by the airlines and your whole trip goes askew because of that, you know that feeling we a, of... We have a good friend, Michael, same thing. Remember, he drove and he would drive thousands of miles mm-hmm. if he had to. That's because he's afraid of flying, though, right? That's yes, different. Is. But that's a control thing. I guess so. I guess you're right. Um, he also, you'll love this, Sam, Stephen uh, King, stops, loves to stop at Waffle House for his meals. Mm-hmm. And he likes to check into a Motel 6. He told the New York Times this. Motel 6? Those are the kind of places he likes to stay. Really? He gave them a shout out specifically, but those kinds of places. He doesn't uh, need the fanciest five star in town. I wonder if that's just sort of an old school writer's thing. Right. Because maybe he feels like when he sits in that room, that's kind of his yeah. environment. It's not you know? a bunch of riffraff. Um, um, he also likes to get a room. He asks specifically for a room at the end of the hall. So that... <laughs> Less figures. Less, Come down to the end of the hall. Less of a chance of somebody next door having a party, at least cut yeah. in half. Oh, yeah. And he likes to be on the top floor. There's the people above so you can't have a party. there's nobody above you making noise all uh-huh. night for whatever reason. Well, those aren't over-the-top strange rituals. I, I was waiting for the really strange ritual yeah. from him. Well, wait. I'm thinking if you're Stephen King, you stay at the penthouse of the blankety-blank-blank. Yeah. Though, I mean, I'm a little surprised that it's Motel 6, but then again, doesn't that set the scene? I stay at the last room on the upper floor. Do you have any, Jody? 
You know, I don't think I have any travel rituals, except that I lose my Kindle every time I travel. Well, hey! I, actually, I have one. Uh, you'll both probably make fun of me for this. It's the first thing I do when I get through security at the airport. The very first thing I do when I okay, get through well, security Well, we see we don't pay airport. attention to you at that time. So. <laughs> That's fine. I'll tell you about it next. So just told you about Stephen King, the author, His some of his travel rituals, meaning he likes to stay at a Motel 6 and he likes to stay on the top floor so that nobody above him can make noise all night. This is when he travels. He'd rather drive than fly. And so we think everybody's got little rituals and... Uh, Except I don't think that I do. Yeah, I don't know that I do the same you thing. You know, Jody, and you and I've been married for eighteen years and have traveled a lot together. I don't know that you do have any rituals. That's Certainly weird. don't. Just um, that I. Hmm. There are go. two. There are two that really stick out for me that I think are. They're. Not, I don't know that they're odd, but they're just like they're obsessions of mine. Yeah. Um, one of them is as soon as I get through security <laughs> at the airport, if I'm if I'm traveling by air. Yeah. Um, the, you know, it's not as funny. You as put you your think. shoes back on. Well, I would do that, but no. The first thing I do is I go get um, like either a drink with sugar or something like that that That's I can true, carry. Right. It's right. my emergency backup for uh. type one diabetes because. You can't travel. I mean, you can't go through security with liquids, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's the first thing that I do. The other thing, though, that is probably just more just a me thing, is unless it's a long stay somewhere, I'm always my suitcase is always packed. In other words, I've always got it's, it, when I've changed clothes or whatever, things get put away immediately so that I can immediately pick up and leave oh, if okay. I've got to go. Okay, so everything is always in your suitcase, even in the hotel room. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. See, I'm just the opposite of that. That I guess that's my ritual is when I get in the room, mm-hmm. um, the folded clothes go in the drawers, the hang up clothes get hung up. You know when See, I'm Sam's I guess, the opposite of me. I'm like that when I guess it's business travel, and you must be your that way. That's Murphy, what I'm your about, business yeah. tra- because but when we're when we're together for family travel, it could not be more different for you. Like stuff is all over the place, and where's this and where's that? Oh, and that's yeah. fine with me too because I'm more relaxed too. Yeah, in my travel, either way. It's not so crazy. No, well, it's not a ritual like Stephen King, you know, last room on the hall and top yeah, floor. that's what yeah. he asks for. Right. I wonder if it makes him a little bonkers if he doesn't get it. Yeah. I guess you could schedule ahead for oh, that. Oh, and one other thing I do is when I get in, I turn the AC down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You make it cold. You make, make it, it cold. cold. Yeah. Love it cold in the hotel room. So do we have any on our Facebook page, David? Yeah, Denise says, no bare feet on the floor for me. Wow. Flip-flops except for in the shower. Hmm. Uh, ta- Tammy says pulling the comforter off the bed, folding it, and stashing it away in the closet. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. Uh huh. She's because they don't change those when they change the sheets. Okay, so that's one I didn't realize I have, but you I put do the get the comforter away. I get rid of that sucker. Huh. I do not sleep with that. Right. Because who knows who's been issues? sitting on it, doing mm-hmm. stuff on it. Ah. Thank you. You know, hit us up anytime on Facebook or 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Got an exciting new little peek for you at the Mary Poppins Returns mm-hmm. movie. Who's starring in it and what it's about next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Are you guys ready for another lady to jump into a Vegas residency that you would like? And that's Miss Gwen Stefani. Las Vegas Review Journal. That's interesting. Says that they published that it looks like Gwen may be planning to take up residency at the theater, formerly known as Axis, where Britney oh, plays and where Jennifer Lopez, when she's out of town, they want to fill it. They want to right. sell tickets to that theater every night. And it's a great little in the round. I don't think there's a bad seat in uh-huh. that house. Um, and it's intimate. So I guess she'll have the crowd, choreography and all that stuff going on with I her. guess so. So she went to see... Um, 
J-Lo just the other night and she was dancing the whole night. She was there actually with her people, Gwen, right. to just check out the venue. You know, because you have, before you sign on a dotted line, mm-hmm. you're like, you want to see if you could picture yourself there. Mm-hmm. So I like it a lot and you never know when Blake could join her on stage. Well, yeah, at least Blake will know where she is every so night. Gwen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's in Vegas. You know, she's not touring. And they're the also very busy people. Maybe he can't always know exactly where right, she is. But right. okay, so Gwen Stefani may be heading to Las Vegas. You know, the other night we got the debut, I guess, teaser trailer, not the full trailer, but teaser trailer for Mary Poppins Returns and starring Emily Blunt mm-hmm. as Mary Poppins. Boy, is it beautiful. Mary Poppins. It is wonderful to see you. Yes, it is, isn't it? Perfect. It looks like the original Mary Poppins. The I street know. and everything. Everything looks so, it makes you want to be there. Right. They're really doing it right. In Depression era, London, it's a grown-up Jane and Michael Banks, along with Michael's three children. They're visited by Mary Poppins following a personal loss. Mm-hmm. So she's back to help them as grown-ups, I guess, with their own children. And it looks fabulous. And Emily Blunt was there, I say there, at the Academy Awards just the other night. Oh. And I think it was because they're starting to promote this movie now. Uh, Emily Blunt... Meryl Streep is in it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, Colin Firth. Dick Van Dyke is in it. Aww. He's got a part two. I'm um, so look for it opening. Mary Poppins returns Christmas Day. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. Why did Francis McDormand's Academy Award statue get stolen the other night? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And to get you ready for uh, this weekend, award season is not over. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards happening Sunday night. Seven awards in seven days. You ready mm-hmm. for another one? Latin Artist of the Year, Luis Fonzi. Oh, I remember him from Despacito all year long yeah. last year. So catch it Sunday night on TNT, TBS, and True TV. And you can keep your travel rituals coming. Getting some fun ones on Facebook right now. Some of us are, you know, like me, I, I include myself in this, kind of have some strange ones that mm-hmm. I just kind of get, you know, I, I've got to do every single time. Hey, if it works for you, I'd forgotten about the comforter thing on the hotel bed. I get rid of that sucker too. I mean, I'll get rid of it. I'll throw it out the window, yeah. but I put it in the corner. Right. I don't sleep under that. So yeah, hit us up on Facebook for that. Um, Sam, I have such a bone to pick with you again about this show. Okay, so I what am show? watching This Is Us yeah. as often as I can, you know, make the time to catch up on it. Um, it is such a good show, but I have to have time in between when I can take a break from the seriousness of it. And I just, I'm still in season one. Right. I just watched Pilgrim Rick. Your family's amazing. I want every Thanksgiving. To be like this for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's the Thanksgiving episode, which tell me it aired during Thanksgiving time. I don't last remember year. when it aired because or whenever I, I don't know did. if I was watching them uh, regularly back then or not, but yeah. You know, I was never going to get on this train because all I heard was that it was an emotional show, Murphy. But then when yeah. then when Sam told me the fact that it's told, this is my favorite sort of storytelling. Like if it's, if it's a book and you go back in time, you mm-hmm. get the story from the older perspective and then the, the today perspective. I think that is just a brilliant sort of storytelling. That's what this show is. I, I guess I get that that's where it's addictive. Oh. I just have not allowed myself to go there yet because when I walk in the room and Jody's watching it, every scene just seems too serious. It's like, it come on, people, lighten up. Yeah, it, it is. But that, that episode was so good, Sam. That, that uh, way of doing it, too, not only do they have the current and the going back but they also have like different stages of going back because you have the kids when they were 
Little. You know, little, little. And then you have the kids as teenagers. Yeah. 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 Legit. Like, and Is it, it easy and enough I, to follow, though? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know that every question your heart has, it's going to be answered. So I think wow. I'm going right. to... You can write that one for the network. I think I'm yeah. gonna get, oh, and by the way, Jack, the dad, the world's yeah. most perfect dad. Yes. Not only is he the world's most perfect, he's very good looking. He reminds me of my dad. My dad looked like that. Does he? Yeah, my dad looked like that if I showed you a picture of my yeah. dad. Anyway, so man, it's killing me. Absolutely. So I guess thank you. I guess thank you, Sam. A little <laughs> tears in the afternoon. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. So Sam has uh, told Jody and I this morning that he's added three more things to his list. Uh, my list of uh, non-negotiables when finding a mate. Yeah. I just thought about it, and it's like, you know what, dummy? You forgot to add these three. All right, we'll do that for you, ladies, on the way. Coming up next, I've got some stuff to add for you in the Not-So-Serious Book Club if you want a book that you just can't put down. We've added something, well, a couple of books for you in the Not-So-Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com. If you like to read, you want a new book to dig into. I was actually um, tickled to find this, and you know me about used book sales. I've if there's one, I can't resist, and mm-hmm. I go in. What's funny about it is being the mom that I am, I picked up a book um, recently at a used book sale thinking Taylor might want to read this or need to read this for Accelerated Reader at school. Yeah. Like, she gets assigned all these things, right. these sort of novels. Like, recently, she read The Book Thief for points and a test and mm-hmm. all that, and I had that at the house. So I picked it up because I remember loving this book a long time ago, The Joy Luck Club, and I'm like, oh, that'd be good to have again. What's that one about? Oh, all these American women who are born in America, but their moms were born in China. And it's the, not only the, you know, the mother-daughter relationship being as impactful, but difficult as it is, that being something that's completely also hard okay. for women who were raised in America by Chinese mothers. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful, okay? And then there was a movie. Oliver Stone made the mm-hmm. movie. Anyway, I grabbed it for like 50 cents going, ooh, Maybe she would want to read this. And I'm not kidding you. Three days later, she came home and said, Joy Luck Club. Ah, 15 points. Seriously? Serious. Cool. It was like... Wow. Anyway, so I grabbed a couple of others like that. That's that lucky. are like Best 50 cents you ever spent. Yeah, exactly. So award-winning books. I kind of know what stuff she has to choose yeah. from. So I've got a couple of those. But anyway... So um, I loved that book. She's supposed to be reading it now. So we'll see. I know it's she's going to be taking a test on it soon. Okay. Uh, well worth it. But I added one um, by author like Lianne Moriarty. I hope I said it correctly. Um, we mentioned this to you yesterday for the first time. She's the lady who wrote Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. The, she wrote the original book and then it became the runaway hit for HBO with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. and yeah. Alexander Skarsgård. And um, she's written quite a few books and I've missed most of them. Um, so there's one that the, her first one is called Three Wishes about three sisters, three tri- they're triplets. Yeah, and it's really good already. And it's her, it was her first shot at writing. No movie made of this one yet. No, not that I'm aware of. Any but tears? Not yet. Okay. You know Murphy's telling the truth when he tells you I pick up a book at night and I read for ten minutes or less. And then out. Uh, yeah, and it helps me fall asleep. So I'm talking about five pages a night. Uh, okay. She knows how to make Slow. a book last. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Check them out. At murphysamandjody.com. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Frances McDormand won an Oscar the other night for her work in three bu- billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. What's along what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I guess you're Angela Hayes' mother. That's right. 
Sunshine. You still got to see this movie. Yeah. Okay, so she attended the governor's ball right after, and that's where that's you get... That's a big get, party. It's the big party, and it's also where, hey, you just won. Bring your Oscar up here, and we'll engrave it for you mm-hmm. on site. And she was having a good old time, and she had left it, and someone grabbed it and then was trying to get out. Apparently bragged about it on Facebook. <laughs> This dude, when are his people name is Terry, learn? and he didn't get out. Wolfgang Puck's photographer saw him take it. So yeah. In a crowd like that, somebody sees. Yeah. And um, walking out with a re- with a big gold statue. Anyway, he was arrested. He's still in jail. Although Francis McDormand was like, "Ah, you can let him go." And they were like, "No, ma'am, this is grand theft." Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, I have often used two of my favorite apps that I use are uh, Domino's and Papa John's. <laughs> yes, Sam. Both pizza Solid. apps. Yeah. yeah, so you order them and everything gets taken care of. And of course, and you, you have the uh, Domino's when you can watch the progress of your order. Yes. You know, it's you know who's going to be delivering it and, and you know what's happening. That's right. He's on the way or she's on the way to right. deliver it to you. But uh, when I had Maddie and her friend the other day, I, for the first time ever, ventured out into the food delivery app. Uh, oh, area. good. It's fun. I never got it. It's where they, it's a third party company, I guess, that goes mm-hmm. out and gets the food from certain restaurants that yes. they're yeah. contracted with. And the girls wanted sushi. And this was late at night. And I'm thinking, I don't feel like getting dressed up and going to get sushi. Or do you want me to go run and get it? And I remembered this. Ding. Yeah. And so I tried <laughs> this it is out. America. You can do On these my phone. Amazingly it. easy. Very mm-hmm. cheap. You can add your tip right there on the phone yeah, and everything. Right. And I mean, it was a little long wait, but after it came, it was like, Girls, the sushi's here, and they were looking at me like, "How did you do that?" What you, it's an app. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I could get addicted to that. It's a little more expensive than going and get it yourself. Well, I but know, you got to pay for what you what you get. It's fine it, with me, yeah. For the for the uh, inconvenience of getting dressed up and getting in the car and going to pick it up. Yeah. Aren't you a little worried about never having to go out ever again? And though that, that did occur to yeah. me. It's like you know what? I don't ever have to leave the house again. <laughs> but that's would be wrong and bad. Well, yeah. We need a social life. Uh huh. So did you call the person by name when they got to the door? I sure did. That's my favorite thing, mm-hmm. right? You know who's coming. I was thinking about a friend of mine yesterday because mm-hmm. I saw this uh, little headline going viral about Amazon. A friend of mine who believes that Amazon's going to take over the whole world. Well, they're in, <laughs> on track to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, even if the drones thing never happens, they're, they're in so many aspects of everybody's lives now. And so the rumor that was going around yesterday, or the potential headline, is that there may be an Amazon bank soon. You oh. actually may be able to just... Oh. Oh, an Amazon branded checking account. They don't know if it's going to be that in a partnership with a bank, or if Amazon's actually going to found and do their own thing. Ah. You know, they could if they wanted to. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Think about how easy that would be. All the interconnectivity and all the things they know about you now, and you know, and how could it be any easier? <laughs> I, I don't even understand. Do I not have to even touch my device? Do I just think it? I, I guess at some point it's, it's headed there. But you know, I mean, if, the thing is, though, is if they've got your checking account and your money, they know exactly how much you've got to spend. Yeah. you know what I mean. On top of everything else, I don't. Know, am I thinking too big, brother? Here, no. Actually, in that way, they that can way. only send you those you know offers in your email that you can afford. And they don't, you know, you don't have to waste money on sending you the ones you'll never be able to afford. <laughs> Let's just hit him with what what he's probably going to buy. More info. You know what? God, that. That's that's a big possibility. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's still just speculation right now. If you've seen it, and they've not actually formed anything, but or you know, there could or be so an Amazon, you think could be an Amazon bank soon. And we've got more music to uh, help you get through this workday coming up next.
Uh, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show today on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about uh, meeting someone that I clicked with immediately recently. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think that happens in our lives all the time. 